today's times, when even though we may be working from home, we find ourselves busier than ever. When can we fit in time for the gym? Is it open? What are the protocols? It's just so confusing. The easiest solution is to work out from home, but the cost of equipment can be so high. And how do you stay motivated? How would you like to have live, at-home, real-time interactive coaching from international award-winning coaches? You can have all of that in one app, the Knock Academy. The app is customizable for your schedule. Grab a workout in the morning before you start your day. How about a Pilates session at lunch? Strength training when you're finished your workday or start your weekends with core training or a rejuvenating yoga session after a busy week. Knock Academy is live. Your instructors can offer real-time feedback, motivation, and instruction, all from the privacy of your own home. Check out the Knock Academy. That's N-O-C-K Academy. Listeners of Start Talking get 20% off your first month. Just use the discount code WEAS when you sign up. The Knock Academy. It started on a better you today. Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Thursday. My name is Scott. I'm one of the hosts for today. Welcome to my co-host for the next half an hour or so, Gareth Nock. Gareth, how are you? I'm very well. Very well indeed. Excellent. Gareth and I have decided for today's Let's Talk Thursday that Gareth is going to ask me 10 questions that I have no idea what they are, but he says they're funny. So A, what we might accomplish from that this episode is how funny is Gareth actually? <laughs> Whether or not I'm an intelligent enough person to answer those questions. And if we entertain you, hey, we're happy. So welcome to Let's Talk, Let's Talk Thursday. Let's get let's get going. Gareth, ten right. questions. You got a half an hour. Go. All right. Okay. Question one. All right. If you could have a fictional superhero for a best friend, who would it be? Batman. Batman, why? Because he's filthy rich, and if he's my best friend, he's going to spend a ton of money on me and let me ride in the Batmobile. <laughs> oh, I I think it's funny. See, so I'm laughing. So, even if it's just me that thinks I'm funny and fuck everyone else, then we're good. All right, Batman. So now we're going to go into we're going to check our podcast numbers, and at the three minute mark, it would do big drop. <laughs> Listens. Okay. All right. No, this is good. Okay. 10 questions, how long it takes us. If it takes us 15 minutes, that's how long the show is. So All right. you don't have to answer, do you? Do I need to? I don't know. Do I need to answer? I guess I can. Why don't you just write down my answers? Because I won't remember them all. But you write down my answers, and then we'll have a quick discussion on what you think were the good or bad responses out of what you just asked me. But Batman, super rich, cool. Get all the babes. All right. Done. Okay. This one's total left field. What color would you choose to describe yourself? What the fuck kind of a question is that? It's the question. Okay, green, because I'm Kermit the Frog. And it's <laughs> not easy being green. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right, what we got next? You're going to go deep into that one, eh? Yeah, oh, so, so much. Okay, so, if your pet could talk, 
what would their voice sound like? And what would they say about you? Uh, well, I have two pets because we just had a new addition to the We As family. He's a sheep doodle named uh, Zeke. He's three months old. I saw the pictures. Zeke, right now, Zeke would sound like, um, okay, so one of the little kids from one of the Disney, like, DuckTales, or you know, the, like Scrooge McDuck's neat nephews, or Donald Duck's nephews? Yep. Always have that really, the exact same boy voice in every freaking movie, like Mogwi sounds exactly like everybody else, you know, Mogwi. Yeah, Huey, Huey Louie, and Dewey. Yes, so they all have the same kind of that that you know boy voice. So that's what Zeke would sound like. Abby would probably she's she's like a teenager, so she'd probably sound like Hannah Montana. <laughs> God, hideous! Without <laughs> the southern draw, because we live in Canada, so she'd probably sound like this, eh? <laughs> oh dear! And and you you didn't answer the second bit. The second right. bit was what would they say about you? Oh well, they they both love me. Have you ever you've got a dog? You're looking the dog in the eye, and you look and go, "That's what true love looks like." <laughs> that is what unconditional love looks like. All right, so they would love you. Okay, so they'd say that you're the best. You're the best thing on the planet. Yes. Have you ever heard that song from the Karate Kid? You're the best. <laughs> of course, who hasn't? It's the uh, it's the best. One of the best movies of all time. All right, next question. And you, you may not know the answer to this, but what does your name mean? It's easy. Country full of a bunch of Scottish people. <laughs> it's just, sorry, just Scott. That's it for Scotland. Seriously, that's, yeah. I mean, there's always those Viking meanings and stuff like that. And I think it means strong-willed or, but yeah, no, it's basically just to describe somebody who was Scottish and they decided to... What's your name, Scott? Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward. Like it's not like my name means like running through the forest, you know, with a you know, I don't know, flask of wine or something flowery. It's just Scotland. Uh, I don't really know. I can't. I, I think. Oh no, I can't remember. I don't know what my first name is, but I know what my last name means. My last name is the the bit on the back of the arrow. Is called a knock, the bit that goes in the, the oh, string okay. of the bow. Gotcha. Hence, oh. if you look at the logo, my business logo, it's like two little arrows. That's why. Brilliant. Brilliant. Holy shit. Brilliant, apparently. I have to put a, uh, a disclaimer for swearing and stuff in this episode because I'm sure we will. Yeah, lots and lots. Okay, next one. This one's a simple, like, would you rather oceans or mountains? But Why? Uh, can I pick neither? Because I'd rather be in the forest. Oh, okay. Sure, you can have that. Why, though? Well, I live in Canada, and we're, like, I think we have, like, the third or second most amount of trees in the world, like, per country. Uh, but it reminds me of going to the cottage. It reminds me of going camping. Mountains, the air's too thin, I'd probably pass out. <laughs> and oceans, I hate salt water, so stupid question, Gareth. Well, yeah, but of course you said cottage because you're Canadian. So, and when anyone, and it always makes me laugh because whenever I talk to anyone back home in England and I say the cottage, they always look confused because they don't understand. <laughs> They're like, what? You know what I mean, if you drive two hours north of Toronto, 
People who live there don't call it a cottage. They call it a camp. <laughs> That's fucked up. It is. It's totally fucked up. <laughs> Canadians with their stupid sayings. That's this is the difference between, because we have a lot of American listeners. You know what I'm saying? The difference between, a, like, what's a two for? What's a double double? <laughs> All right, next question, Gareth. Okay, next question is, what tasks or task makes you feel like your best self? Oh, wow. Uh, makes me feel like my best self. What task? You know that there's nothing more satisfying after you, well, and this is for a lot of men out there, but there's, there's nothing more satisfying than when you cut the grass and then you turn around and you look at your grass, you look at your, look at your domain and say, look what I have done. I have cut grass. Wife, come admire my grass. Now get me up here, wench. That's honestly the, the satisfaction of seeing a perfectly shorn lawn. I love it. Yeah. That makes me feel my best. Mm, I, lawn. I wonder what other people would have said. Oh, looking into my child's eyes or it could be making a pie too. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a task. I don't know, a task or a looking into someone's eyes. I don't know if that's. I think I think I would agree though with what you said. I don't think looking into your child's eyes, but I think the the proud feeling of being a parent would be probably one of mine. Sounds a bit cheesy, but I think it's that just those proud moments when someone said someone mentioned something the other day to me where I was somewhere, and I was like, oh yeah, I was like all like happy with myself for the next like couple of days. I'm like, I'm a good parent. So right. So, get that. so let me let me give you a little piece of advice there, Gareth. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> Harley is four. Okay, so she's an angel. She watches Disney. She gets her iPad time. You know, you read um, Andy the Anxious Alligator before you go to bed. Then she turns sixteen. You will spend more time shaking your head and rolling your eyes at the child than you ever do in your entire life. And then you will wonder one question to yourself. Actually, you won't wonder it to yourself. You'll turn to Nikki and go, why the fuck did we have children? Because her room will be a mess. Well, okay, I'm attributing this to having a teenage boy, but he will smell. He will bathe every five days. He'll wear the same T-shirt for five straight days because he's too lazy to do his. Now I'm just, I'm on a tangent now, so no. Got me going, you prick. I'm not doing it. All right. Now, and you're going to be a great parent then, but you're going to spend, you're going to get whiplash just shaking your head all the time going, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> oh, God. I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm excited about that or not. <laughs> no. Very, no. Very. All right. Next. Next questions. Hit me. What do you love most about your home? Uh, could I say that it's my. Podcast Studio 3A North. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love but, um, you you know wait, to, I, wait till Joe hears this and you say that your favorite thing in the house is the studio. <laughs> down in the basement alone in my studio? Uh, no, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit more eloquent with this and a little bit more, you know, um, romantic to say uh, the favorite. You asked me to say the favorite part of my house? What's oh, it called? I shall uh, hold on. I shall repeat the question. What do you love most about your home? The kitchen, the kitchen family room combo, because that's where everybody hangs out. That's where the family is together. That's where friends come to join us to drink and break bread and 
listen to music and have fun. I don't think I've spent more than two and a half minutes in anywhere in your house other than the podcast studio and your kitchen. Oh, maybe the bed. Well, yeah, you have to get but yeah, um, that's that's the yeah that that's the place. That's where you know that's where it's most important. All right, next question. That's seven. This is number eight. Number eight. S- scuba diving or skydiving? <sighs> well, I can't do either, actually. No? Oh, that sucks. If you could, what would you choose? Oh, 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 I can't do either one. I can't scuba dive because I unfortunately smoked cigarettes for a very long time, and I can't uh, skydive because I'm too tall and too fat. <laughs> So, thanks for bringing up those fucking memories, Gareth. Appreciate it. Have you done either? No, I. The well, fuck? You may have done them in the past. No, no. Uh, okay, if I, if I, okay, if I could, I would scuba dive. Uh, interesting. What's so interesting about that? Oh, Do you know, just... you go scuba diving in the ocean. It's like gorgeous, right? Yeah, there's like a deep metaphor in there somewhere, probably... like being under the water or being in the air. We should. Know. Have a psychologist on have us answer these ten questions and then just have them look at us with like, hmm, you know where they put their pen to the corner of their mouth and they kind of look sideways. I think these questions would be the fucking least of our worries. <laughs> All right, scuba diving it is then. Okay, question number nine. Number nine. What is the best meal you have ever had? And uh, the follow-up question is, what is the best meal you have ever cooked yourself? All right. So now, am I going to get in trouble again if I say it's not something my wife or my mother made? Or can I tell you, like, because you, you're just like me, man. You love to go out to eat, right? Like, you love, it's the production of it and everything. Mm. So. Well, no, you just, just, just imagine it's just me here listening. Don't worry about everybody else. Don't worry if Joe listens. <laughs> I'll sabotage the track on her phone. I'll just have it like screech or something when I say that the best meal I've ever had is that Gordon Ramsay steak in the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, what kind of steak? So we did a taste. We did the Hell's Kitchen tasting menu. So it was a six-course meal with wine pairings with every course, and so the sommelier would come over and introduce the wine to us, et cetera. Et cetera. It was awesome. Oh my god, it was so good. Mm. And the follow-up question is, what is the best meal you've ever cooked yourself? Mm. Interesting. I mean, I make a mean bowl of pasta, but this one would have meaning to it, though. Like, the, the best meal I ever made was a meal that I made for my wife when we first started dating, and I didn't know how to cook. And I was living, still living with my mom and my mom actually, funny enough, went to the Rolling Stones concert with my stepmother. So I had the house that that, there's a whole story right there, but it's true. Um, So I had the whole house to myself and I literally cooked dinner and didn't know what I was doing. And I made her like lobster and something else. And anyway, I bet you she would remember it too. There you go. Good answers. Good answers. And steak, of course. All right. There is one final question in my list of 10. Number 10. The final question is, what gives you goosebumps? Like, not scientifically. I mean, like, you personally. I'll tell you, lately, 
podcasting gives me goosebumps just you know you know being with my team and and recording and then um i don't really mention it on we as but i have another podcast that i do with my son uh, it's called why do we say that it's available on all podcast platforms why do we say that um yeah it gives me goosebumps like it, it like it's like the nervous excitement it's the so like goosebumps uh maybe i'm not even really describing it properly but you know you get those nervous like excitement butterflies in your stomach yeah um Gives me so goosebumps meaning like shivers and chills would be goosebumps. Yeah, right? like you're like, like the hair stand up on your arms, that kind of thing. Well, I could be a real like cheese bag and say whenever my wife's all gussied up and she comes downstairs, but what gives me goosebumps? Friday night at five o'clock, I know I've got two days of family and friends and fun. So when I get into my vehicle at the end of the work day on a Friday, I get goosebumps because it's time to go and relax and enjoy and have fun shit answer scott but good no it's good it's good both of those are good good answers things that things that you know whatever your whatever your passion is and you know it's a fit it's fairly new it's a couple of you new you know you think about your journey of your life like podcasting is a fairly new thing right so it's that it's that thing that you know you you direct your all your energy to because it's something you're passionate about something that you found to do that's a fairly new thing. So I love that. So definitely. And I think the minute we don't, the minute we don't get that from our hobbies is when we probably, you know, look for something else fun to do. So I like that answer. I would always say spooky shit gives me goosebumps. Oh, like that. Okay. Like goosebumps, goosebumps. I, you know what? Nothing scares me. Um, like I'm not really afraid of anything, but goosebumps. See, it's funny that you attributed goosebumps to fear whereas i attributed goosebumps to excitement i think it can be both like i think we get it for for different reasons mine's kind of like a bit of those like not spooky stuff is probably the wrong way to describe it so it's more like you know when you you hear something that's like i don't know it's to- some totally strange like coincidental thing that could might not be coincidental and actually the reason i said that is um i am watching a show right now on netflix called manifest oh yeah yeah yes yeah airplane right i watched season i watched season one yeah so that and there's things in that right you know there's like those spooky things that happen and it's like that's what like gives me goosebumps i'm like so yeah that and thriller like thriller movies always gives me goosebumps okay so i totally you know what i totally get that um your goosebumps is like one of those things where people say something really weird and then it happens like almost like deja vu yeah i was doing an interview for a future episode of we as that you know, that I'm, that we're releasing in a, in a week or so. And I had the most major case of deja vu interviewing her. I think I actually said it on air, like I'm having some deja vu, but it, that gave me goosebumps. Like deja vu sometimes gives me goosebumps. Like it's just, mm. yeah, it's those stories that people tell and they're like, and then they came back. You're like, Ooh, goosebumps. See manifest, not going to ruin manifest, but everyone listening, you can go check it out. And I think it's a really cool show. All right, you know what? We've got five minutes left. Okay. Let's do a segment for Let's Talk Thursday, and maybe we'll continue this, because I know I had a conversation with Aaliyah about this, but let's talk about what is... Okay, give me two shows that you're binging right now that you would recommend to the listeners to, to watch. Two shows. I don't, I, don't, I don't binge. like I'm not very good with like simultaneous binging. 
Well, you could be, it could take, like, honestly, like it, like it could take you 16 weeks to watch it. Yeah. But it's available to binge. So, yes, yes. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I can't, what I don't do, that's what Nikki always says. Let's start another show. And I'm like, fuck no. We need to finish this show before we start another show. Oh, totally. I mean, do that. Yeah. You have to, like, Joe's like, can we watch this? I'm like, yeah, as soon as I'm finished watching this. Mm. Or it might be the same thing where we end up not watching TV in the same room. Like, five tvs in the house it's like somebody go watch something somewhere else but i totally understand no i have to finish this before i can get mentally invested into the next show so manifest would you recommend that one absolutely that i'm into right i'm only like five or six episodes into it um but i love it i love the whole idea of it and we watched the pilot on i don't know like friday night or something and what is it now like monday so we've watched like five episodes or whatever in that period of time i love it i'm into it it's again there's like those like spooky kind of anyway it's cool cool storyline um so that i would definitely recommend what else would i recommend what else have i really really loved so that's kind of like a thriller drama style the other thing which i'm sure a lot of people have already watched but for the complete humor if you want something completely ridiculous brooklyn 99 is probably one of my favorite shows my god liam has watched that probably every episode about four or five times yeah <laughs> now that's not necessarily like a new find because everybody knows brooklyn 99 right and one of mine is going to be like what the hell like everybody's already watched it i i feel like sometimes i'm the guy who's behind you know, you, you know the guy who shows up to the party at 11.30 and everybody is already wasted and he's like, hey, I'm here to party. And you're like, dude, like, we're all going to go to bed in an hour. Yeah. I'm that guy that tends to go, oh, man, I just watched this great new show. It's called Game of Thrones. Have you guys watched it? Like, I was watching it on HBO. And they're like, dude, like, where the hell have you been? Oh, I dear. Yeah, I mean, and that's all things that I, that, that I think everyone's seen that I've seen, like the popular stuff. That, that's the one I, I'd never heard of Manifest. So that's one that I was like, yeah, definitely that one. But other than that, like typical stuff that, you know, you're just kind of waiting for the next, the next step, the next round to go. I watched, uh, I watched Cobra Kai as well back whenever that was last year. Awesome. Amazing. So that's coming out soon. So I love Cobra Kai well into that. And I think that's the nostalgic, like growing up with Karate Kid. Isn't that funny that we were singing You're the Best? I know, right? See? Spooky. Goosebumps. <laughs> All right, so my turn. Hold on, let me tell you what I'm watching. And I'm this this is the one where they're like, Welcome to the twenty first century, buddy boy, but I've been watching Suits. Okay. On Netflix. Nine seasons. So Joe told me that I needed to watch it. Cause she watched it like every week on the PVR. Like she was up to date all the time. And I just I, I've been watching it. Every opportunity I, I can get to watch it. And I'm nine seasons. And I thought, I am not going to be able to invest that much time in a nine season, 16 episode average television show. I have like five episodes left and I'm having anxiety attacks because like, what am I going to do when this is done? Like, what's going to happen to Harvey and Donna? Are they going to get married? Like, what's going What did they do after this? And I'm going to like literally have dreams about it. So there's one that's Suits. Um, you know what I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you one that's it's actually you kind of catch it on um, for the for our friends who aren't from Canada we have a 
broadcast network that's kind of owned by the government called the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And they pick up a lot of British shows. And they had an, a Canadian version of this show. I'm, I'm going to recommend this to anyone. We love watching cooking competition shows and the Great British Bake Off is so much fun to watch. It's an hour and a half and it's amazing. So we, we're not binging that one, but that's our one of our favorite shows is the Great British Bake they call it either the Great British Baking Show or the Great British Bake Off. Uh, and then my th- last one would be Ozark. If you haven't watched Ozark, you've got to get caught up. There's a new season coming. It's going to be, oh, it's so good. That's yeah, new- I like Ozark, but I have to find time to watch that on my own because Nikki won't watch it. Oh, why? Um, she the violent uh, part of it? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. You know what? It's not, it's not for everybody, that's for sure. Not for the faint-hearted, but it's just um just um that's some of the i'd say probably some of the best acting i've seen in a show in a long time laura linney is brilliant yeah two kids do such a great job but jason bateman can do anything it's, it's pro- probably my favorite actor of all time yeah. yeah i remember watching him as a child on silver spoons and then he had his own sitcom a couple of years later a year later called it's your move and then he kind of disappeared until the Hogan family, which started as Valerie's family. Then it became the Hogan family when when Valerie um, Valerie Harper left the show. I know way too much about television. Holy crap! Did I watch a lot of it as a kid? But okay, so but he was just great. He's 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 like he goes from playing a guy with lobster hands in a movie with Melissa um, Melissa McCarthy, and then goes like now he's like this accountant, like <laughs> you know, laundering money for the Mexican cartel. Well, that's my recommendation there. Well, there you go. There's some TV recommendations for you, and that's probably 30 minutes on the dot, is it not? Boats are just about. Perfect. Well, there we go. 10 questions with Mr. Scott Kelly and some TV recommendations for you for this week's Let's Talk Thursday. Uh, I will wrap up the show, unless you have anything else you need to share with the listeners, Scott. No, I'm I'm good. Be the best possible version of yourself, Gareth. You keep going. All right. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode today. A little light-hearted, fun chat. Uh, nothing too deep and serious. Although we've got a few things lined up coming your way. So uh, be sure to check those out. We appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed the show, share it with somebody. Leave us a review. You can also check us out on Patreon and buymeacoffee.com and uh, find us at forward slash start talking on either of those sites. You can contribute to the show and you can help us, as we like to playfully say, keep the microphones on. Other than that, remember, like Scott said, be the best possible version of yourself. Keep making a difference in the world. We'll catch you on the next episode.